around the house like a crazy person, but uh, here we are. It's coffee talk time. Rise and shine, my friends. It is 8.01 on a Wednesday morning. It is December the 28th. I'm first warning meteorologist Eric Burris. Thanks for joining us. We get together uh, seven days a week and do our morning thing. Sidebar, sorry about yesterday afternoon won't happen again i'll see you for coffee talk this afternoon at 3 30 it's just it's tough on uh, on break so um family's on vacation and i'm just trying to just trying to balance anything but we i'm at work this afternoon so we will do a 3 30 coffee talk at any rate uh let's talk about the top two things we are monitoring this morning another nice cool start but looking ahead to 2023 my friends and uh yeah You could say that there are some changes in the forecast. We're going to be going over said changes in just a couple of minutes. But first, let's take a live look outside on our Tower Cam network and see what's doing. This is a shot looking over from our West 2 Studios Tower Cam off toward the downtown Orlando area, the Medical Village. It is a lovely start to the day. Clear skies comfortably chilly temperatures here's a look at temperatures around town uh we're sitting at 48 degrees in orlando right now it's 44 in leesburg 40 degrees in the villages 37 in ocala so little by little uh these temperatures are coming up just a little bit uh when we go neighborhood by neighborhood i love these sensors that we've got it's 47 degrees in mims right now it's 54 over at port canaveral 52 degrees on Merritt Island, but you head inland just a little bit. Isn't it interesting? 49 in Vieira, 48 degrees over at Melbourne International Airport, Palm Bay at 47 degrees. Uh, Let's head up the shoreline to Volusia County. Good morning. Beach Safety Headquarters coming in at 50 degrees beachside, 46 at Daytona Beach International Airport. It's 42 at uh, Spruce Creek, 39 in Sam Sula, 34 in DeLeon Springs. So not too bad there. Not too bad at all. Across Orange County, 50 degrees downtown Orlando. Orlando Executive coming in at 48. 48 degrees at uh, Orlando International. It's 42 in Rock Springs. So, uh, yeah, loving these. I'm building them little bit by little bit. I'm building these graphics, but uh, loving these graphics to illustrate the overall idea. Now, we do have uh, a freeze warning in effect for I-75 West in Marion County. I-75 East in Marion County, there's a frost warning and Flagler Inland areas under a frost warning. So frost is a bit of a concern for us as winds have essentially gone nice and calm. No snow, no sleet, no nothing showing up on our first warning live Doppler radar. So where do we go from here today, my friends? Let's take a look. It's not too bad. 62 by 11 o'clock, which is lovely, right? 68 degrees by 1 o'clock. We'll get to 71 degrees. 71 degrees. Our high temperature. Loving it. Loving it, loving it, loving it. Beverly, we'll get there. I, I haven't gotten uh, I haven't gotten the, the LRC updated. That's among my list of things to do. I've got two sponsor logos to do. I've got two newscasts I have to do today. And then uh, we'll get the LRC updated. So... It's on it's on my list of things. But today is going to be beautiful with bright sunshine. Look at these temperatures. The victorious 70s are returning. 71 in Orlando, 70 degrees in Claremont, 69 in Leesburg, 68 degrees for us in the villages, 68 degrees in Ocala. Uh, even along the Flagler Coast. Cool. 
just a little bit milder though. 64 degrees in Palm Coast. 67 for us, Daytona Beach, uh, and 71 in Melbourne. All right, how we doing? Everybody good? Everybody good this morning? Let me say good morning to you now. Pat, Carla, good morning. How are you? Nancy, rise and shine, rise and shine. John, good morning to you. Frank, you're making the drive today. Very good. Hey, looks like a great day of weather to do so. It really does. Getting better, thank goodness. Annie, I'm glad to see that. Good morning to you. Nikki, Marie, good morning. Ashley says, season's greetings, y'all. And then continues into a troll post. Blocked. Beverly, good morning. Oh, man. Jennifer, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? That's, that's, the, better, that's the better question. How are you today, Jennifer? I hope you're doing well. Perfect weather to sing at Epcot tonight for Candlelight. Nikki, are you singing tonight at Epcot? That sounds lovely. That really sounds nice. How did your palms do? Mine were covered, but <clears throat> lots of brown fronds. Uh, there are some brown fronds. I don't... Now, not having a green thumb, I have to figure out what to do. Do I go up and trim them? Um, it, they seem to have done okay, though, Alicia. Um, most of them seem to have done okay. I think, I think, I think, I think we did okay. Yeah, hopefully. Oh, man. You, you'll laugh at this, though. Totally not weather-related, but uh, there is a neighbor that um, had something wrong with their car, and so the road in front of my house has stains all over it. I saw this morning. I'm like, oh, man, you got to be kidding me. That's That was my annoyance yesterday. Maxine says, I rose but not shining yet. Good morning from Melbourne, babysitting the great-grandsons today. That sounds like a pretty nice assignment. I like it. A little late, had to get my coffee. Uh, Tiffany, ditto. I, I was parenting, and I was like, mm, coffee talking, wait one minute while I finish putting this masterpiece together oh man do i need it do i need it all right singing in the seven and eight thirty shows how fun how fun nikki i love it i love it no matter what you're doing listen taking the dog for a walk today looks good going to the attractions today it looks good if you're going for a bike ride today it looks good whatever you're doing <clears throat> the weather looks absolutely absolutely wonderful Let's do this, though, friends. Let's go a little out. Can we do that? Let's set the stage, okay? So here we are today. Nice, quiet weather pattern. Let's widen the perspective out. Look out to Texas tomorrow. You see that storm system, Texas, Louisiana? That storm system is going to start to get itself together. Now, the energy from that storm system is going north and away from us, but that storm system itself is going to be bringing moisture toward our area on Saturday. Depends on which model you look at in terms of timing and things like that, but here's what we do know. For the weekend, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, we're looking at showers and even thunder showers, unfortunately, particularly on New Year's Eve, but yeah. Just know, yeah, just know we've got the rain in there, okay? 
Jeannie says growth damaged by frost can look ugly, and your first impulse may be to prune it, but don't. Believe it or not, you can do more damage if you remove the damaged growth too soon. In fact, those ugly brown leaves actually help to protect the interior of the plant from future freezes. Noted, will not be removing. Because we, I mean, you know, we are just starting winter after all. This is all associated with a cold front this weekend, though don't look for the temperatures to be dropping all that much from this one. As a matter of fact, let me, I uh, haven't done this in a minute, but let's pull up the raw GFS temperature data and see where it's going. Yeah, there you go. We've got a temperature climb kind of hanging in the milder territory. And then around January 7th, January 8th, there's a little bit of a tumble. Uh, around January 12th and 13th, it looks like another tumble. Now, the models have really backed off. The 7th and 8th yesterday was looking much chillier. This is the 6Z GFS. If we back it up to the 0Z, you can see it was showing a bigger temperature drop with a high temperature of 60. And if we go back even further, milder on the 18Z. 12Z was milder. I know yesterday 6Z was showing it cold because that's what I showed on Coffee Talk yesterday. Yeah. So 6Z yesterday, 6Z today. Yeah. So the, 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 model, the model is trending a little milder. Either way, it look, it's fine. Either way, um, either way, here's what I do know. At least the cold front moving in this weekend does not look to have a big zinger to it. All right, so a couple of showers, a couple of thunder showers around. New Year's Eve afternoon looks to be wet at times. Then midnight, welcoming in the new year, there will be some showers, and those showers will linger through to New Year's Day afternoon. So just keep that in mind. All right, someone is using my name on Facebook, really? Annie, can you message me and let me know more? I, As if... I didn't put enough time into friggin' social media already. Oh, man. Thank you, Annie. All right, you did inbox me. Thank you, thank you. Good gravy. Donna says, Hope everyone had a magnificent Christmas. Just got back from Rockledge. Had to play in the hail, sleet, and about two minutes of flurry. So it did flurry for two minutes. I have not seen a single image of a flurry. All I've seen is sleet. I'm not saying you didn't see it. I just, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it was a Christmas miracle. I'm indeed blessed. Have missed my coffee talk. Listen, Donna, we're here. We're here for when you want us. We're here when you don't want us, you know? Yeah. UCF wraps up their season in Annapolis today, Tiffany says. Hope the weather isn't too brutal. Let's get one more W for the board. Oh, agreed. Um, listen, I, I will be wearing, I've got my suit all picked out for work today, and it will be in UCF. It's it's gray. I don't I'm not allowed to have a black suit, so it's going to be gray and gold. I hope that's okay. I hope that's okay, people. <sighs> I love the pick of the boys feeling the pile of snow and sleet you brought in for them to feel. It's fun, isn't it, Yvette? I love it. All right. Well, while we're chatting, I can pop up the seven day forecast just so that we can check in on things. So today, lower seventies, right? Tomorrow, upper seventies. We'll hit 80 degrees by Friday. Saturday, thunderstorms do even look for some warmer temperatures there as well. And then, uh, yeah, kind of just stagnant into the first couple of days of the new year. And I do know kids go back to school in some districts on Monday. Yeah. So there you go. 
Uh, Rosebud, fireworks for New Year's going to get rained out. You know, it's it's a little far out still, but here, let's just look at Futurecast together, shall we? Uh, it's a little far out. Does our Futurecast go out that far? I don't know that it does. It does not. Yeah, it goes out Friday. And you can see Friday, the clouds are around. That's as far out as our Futurecast goes. Now I can run the extended. Give me a minute. Um, all right, so here's extended Futurecast. Lower resolution grid. But you notice there's Friday. There's all that moisture entering into the picture, right? And then on Saturday, it's, it's, it's wet. Now... At least the latest run looks okay around, you know, New Year time, right? It's going to have a few showers, though. And that there's 11 o'clock, and, and I'll bring it full screen for you. But you can see there are a few showers in the vicinity. Don't pay attention to where, like if you're watching this and you're like, oh, good, I'm in Orlando, it looks okay. Don't pay attention to that. You're still days and days out. But what I would pay attention to, rather, is the idea that it's weakening the shower activity, but it still has some in the area. So, um, you know, for, for our plans, as we have illustrated the last couple of days, you know, plan for a little bit of rain in the area. Showers around is what I typed that yesterday. Cam did not change it last night. Alex did not change it this morning. I don't know that when I get into work today, I'm going to change it. I think that's 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 going to be pretty okay. Showers around. All right, let's see here. Osceola goes back Wednesday. Yeah, so my wife has to work on Monday because of a hurricane day. So literally, and here's what's so interesting. Our daycare... Um, is not open on uh, January 2nd, but the teachers have to go back. I have to work. So um, Eric and Alexander are going to be in the house by themselves all, all uh, January 2nd. We're going to leave food out. I'm just I'm kidding. I'm kidding. They're taken care of. But it is one of those things where it's like, man, this is the first – look, I mean, Eric's almost five – this is the first time that the daycare schedule and the Seminole County Schools schedule has not been together, which is made for a point of frustration, we can say. Darn hurricanes. I wonder if we will hear less fireworks going off well what will end up happening is you'll just hear it the next day when it's quiet right that's the way it goes i feel like like i remember was it july 5th and july 6th i'm laying in bed and i'm hearing fireworks outside and i'm like guys you missed the boat like it's done it's done y'all oh well genie you like that home alone Carol, hey, the worst of the cold is over. Who's ready to get back to warm? I know. I'm not turning on the pool heater yet, though. So we're not having our Coffee Talk pool party just yet. Oh, man. Getting in trouble again, leaving the boys. I know, right? I know. We're not We're not doing that. Don't you worry. Not doing that. Not doing that. All right. Anyway, so that's where we're at. Do expect a couple of showers around. Um, what's interesting is, is kind of the models 
the models, if we look at the global models, right? Like you can see, this is this is Friday, December the 30th, 6.30 p.m. There's both models showing that front moving toward us. But in terms of the overall moisture, like there's lunchtime. It, it, it's just a question of like, which model do you really take in? Like if we run this, there's 11.30 the GFS is still going pretty wet over us, whereas the European is kind of bringing down those showers just a little bit. So, yeah, it just depends on which model you look at for that midnight window. The GFS would tend to be a little wetter for us. Ick. Ick. We're flying to Vegas on Saturday, keeping a close eye on Southwest's flights and hoping they get everything sorted out by the time we fly. Listen. Listen. What a mess it has been. Still a mess over at the airport. This is a live look at the big board over at Orlando International Airport. And uh, yeah, it's still a big mess. Speaking of flights, okay. For now, at Orlando International Airport, almost half of Southwest's flights have been canceled. 118 for the day. 7% of them have been delayed. What you're looking at is statistics being worked at Orlando International Airport right now. All right. Um, 128 cancellations at OIA for the day so far. 58 delays. But that's the live look at the board right now. 49% of Southwest flights canceled. Alaska, 12% of their flights canceled at Orlando International Airport. So gross. By the way, just while we're talking about um, aviation stuff, okay, uh, big ground delay heading uh, into Palm Beach International, uh, Buffalo still closed to fixed wing aircraft, and there is still, hold on, I need to update this graphic. There is an airspace flow program into effect. So for flights heading toward uh, the Sunshine State, southbound flights are running on a 60-minute delay heading to airports in this highlighted area. Yeah. So in addition to like all of where we're at, the mess that's already in existence, there is also an airspace flow program in play from the... FAA. Yep. Betty Davis, what dates do our dry season... Oh, does our dry season officially begin and end? So you're usually looking for the dry season. You're usually looking at... Uh, is it October through May? Yeah, it's like... It's October through May... We're in there now, so we've got we've got some time. Yeah, we're just now we're just now in that dry season. Yeah, so all good things. It's interesting. I'm in uh, I'm in a bunch of pilot Facebook groups and and private jet pilot Facebook groups, and a lot of them are are talking about. Um, hey, does anybody have empty space on their aircraft? I'm trying to get home. I'm stranded. You know, the private jets, they, they time out and then they go commercial. Well, if they're trying to go commercial um, and there's no commercial, they're just trying to get home. So it's kind of interesting to see private jet pilots like, hey, I've got an empty leg from this airport to this airport. If anybody's looking to get home, it's, it's kind of a neat element. 
Pat says, daughter's flying in this morning from New York, no delay. Very cool. Um, Tiffany, what's the purpose of an airspace flow delay? Okay, so great question. So let's pop the graphic up. So essentially, when you think about flying, you can, you think about going straight. You think about flying direct from point A to point B. And you can do that if you fly VFR, which means you are controlling your navigation. You are making sure to not hit anything. You're kind of just flying by yourself, staying out of big airport airspace, but doing your own thing. When you get into the system, okay, you're flying IFR, instrument flight rules, which means the navigation and routing of you then goes from your burden to the FAA and to the air traffic controllers. What happens then is you get put on Victor Airways or jet routes. Let me show you what I mean. So, um, actually, we'll do. S All right. So, this is, for example, we're getting super in the weeds here, people. This is what is referred to as a VFR sectional chart. All right. Let me zoom in a little bit and give you an idea of what we're looking at. This lets you know the airspace around Orlando. All right. Let me go into the terminal chart. This is a little higher resolution. So, what this means is when you're flying around, for example, this is the airspace ring around Orlando Sanford International Airport, which means that basically if you're flying anywhere in there from an altitude of this to an altitude of this, right? You have to be talking to air traffic control if you if you stay out of that. So for example, let's just say let's let's find some some quieter airspace here. Okay, so Leesburg See that? So you see that dotted line? If you stay out of that ring, you don't have to talk to anybody. There's Umatilla Airport with frequencies and things like that. But it shows restricted airspaces. So you can fly anywhere you want if you're on VFR. Now, if you're flying IFR, all right, if you're flying IFR, you have to fly. These are actual roads. You see these? These are roads in the sky. These are your Victor Airways. So what they'll do is they'll set you up on like Victor 533. I have flown the Victor 51. And they they just run intersections. Like Jacksonville is an intersection. And then you fly north, Victor 437. I've flown Victor 51 myself. So Victor Airways. Or if you're flying jets, then you fly jet routes. Those are all the jet routes, okay? You see all the jet routes? Those They're literally roads in the sky. So why are there airspace delay programs? Because there's only so many jet routes and we're trying to cram in as many flights as we can. So you've got to essentially slow things down. The FAA is saying, I can't handle any more going down south. Okay? I can't handle any more. So, so you see how there's all these airways going into Florida? Let me widen the shot. You see how there's all those roads going into Florida. They're As they're planning flights on an IFR flight plan, they're saying, all right, we're at, we're at capacity. So what they end up doing is they end up putting in what's in place, which is 
all southbound flights crossing this invisible line here, those southbound flights are using those airways. And they're basically like, we got to slow it down because you got to ensure when an airplane gets up that you can land it, that you can flow it into an airport, okay? So that's where it comes in. So I know as a flying passenger, you say to yourself, why can't they do better? People, this is all about safety. And it's a you-know-what, and I know it's a you-know-what. But listen, it's all about safety. And it's not easy. It is the, the logistics of flying are not easy. Now, I'll tell you this. I can recall trying to pick up an IFR flight plan out of Islip to Florida once. I was in a Mooney. I uh, tried to pick up an IFR, and they were like, uh, it's going to take us like three hours or something. We're like, nah, we're going to squawk VFR and fly VFR. And they're like, have a good day. Turned it to 1,200, took off, and flew no problem because I was in control. The FAA is only saying if you're participating in these roads, if you're participating in our flow programs, for us to ensure your safety, we need to slow things down. It's already jammed. Now, for those of you that know how to fly, how did I do? Gary, I see Gary says I miss flying. Did I do okay? Anybody that fly... (laughs) It's the first time I've ever explained this on like a coffee talk type venue. Did I do okay? Mercy, thank you for your explanation of the airways. It's so complicated. Most people don't have a clue what it takes to hire many controllers it takes to where you're going safely. My husband is a retired air traffic controller, and I know firsthand it isn't easy, by the way. Helped a lot. That is major. Was meteorology very cool? Very cool. Joyce, wow, very educational. I learned a lot today. Thank you. The whole thing with the airlines being overbooked is played out. That's a whole other thing. That's a whole other thing. Gary, I used to work. Oh, you were a 135? This brings back so many memories. Good or bad? And and did I do okay, Gary? Did I do okay? I haven't flipped. Listen, I sidebar, I haven't sat in the left seat flying. Uh, Eric's almost five, so it's been like five plus years. It's been like five plus years since I've flown. So I'm like doing this and I'm like, I miss flying. (laughs) Thank you, Gary. Thank you. Yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, The whole world of aviation and the flow and organization is very interesting for those that don't know. Charles, I want to fly would be an airline pilot. I'm not taking the career path I have. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to do, you know, I, I, I learned to fly after I did TV meteorology, Charles, and I will say, I will say that um, it was never a career path for me, but I do miss just flying a Cessna. Catherine, as someone ignorant of the inner workings, you explained it very clearly. Thank you, Catherine. I, pref- I, I, I really do appreciate that. Aircraft have to be separated by a specific distance, both horizontally and vertically. There's only so much space. Exactly, Brian. Brian, I did not mention that. Yeah, there's 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 spacing requirements based on airspace, and you have to remember. You also have to plan if there's bad weather at receiving airports because you're going to have to route air. You know, you're going to have to put aircraft in holds, and it's not like you can just pull over and sit for a while. If you're in a hold, then you have to start messing around with other people and other airports to get them in there. So it's all this truly delicate deck of cards. It really is. Show them flight aware. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Gary, it shows on your face you love flying. I love, oh my God, I love flying. Oh, I miss it more than I could explain to you. Ted, I had to learn all of that for my 107 variant. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, a lot of people have to, a lot of people are learning about this to get their drone licenses. Yeah, exactly. Yvette says, if you're not going through the FAA, then enter at your own risk, basically. Yeah, and you, if you need, like, if you're landing at an airport, you can call the tower at the airport and transition their airspace or request, like, like a good example is Orlando Executive Airport. Um, I have flown through Orlando Executive Airport many, many, many times, flying VFR, and all it is is as, as you, uh, as you approach, so, here, here's a good example. So, you're flying... VFR, and you need to get into a towered airport, Orlando Executive. So you're out here near Bithlo, and you're contacting Orlando Approach and saying, hey, I want to get into Orlando Executive Airport. And they're like, all right, uh, you know, um, maintain current heading, uh, dial the tower 122.9 or 5, you contact tower. You're like, uh, Cessna 6641 Hotel at 3000 over the Bithlo Towers, uh, looking to looking for a full stop landing. And they'll say... Roger, turn left, heading 270, maintain current heading, and uh, set to maintain 2,000 feet, and then they'll vector you in. And once you establish two-way communication, you're allowed into airspace. So, for example, a good example would be if you're over here out in the practice area and you want to head due west, a lot of times you can actually transition MCO right over top because those are all north-south runways. So you can actually go just due west right over if you establish two-way communication with the tower and if they give you um, that ability. But I've done it. I've done it before. Yeah. It's much better to fly for fun nowadays if you can afford it. Can't. I've got two kids. College. Yeah. Y'all making me want to fly this morning. Brian, I've made that call many times. Exactly right, man. I have too. I I remember I was t- last last story. So I had taken off from Orlando Executive, and they told me to extend my downwind. So I'm here. I'm here near UCF, and I call the tower. And I'm like, uh, Executive Tower, Cessna, WXYZ, uh, over Bright House Network Stadium would like to turn for the. Or they had asked me to extend the upwind. I like to turn for the downwind. And they're like, oh, they forgot about me. They had extended my my upwind way out here. And so it's like, oh, okay, now I can come back in for my landing. Anyway, all right, enough, enough. Yeah, enough nerd talk. That's why, though, uh, at the end of the day, that's why volume delays like this exist. Because there's only so many air routes and they have to plan accordingly. So right now, running at 60-minute delay just to get into the Florida airspace system. All right. All right. Seven day forecast, questions, comments, concerns, new show for you. Hangar talk with Eric. I just miss it. Y'all. I just miss flying. Oh, well, when doesn't a pilot want to fly? We used to fly to different airport for fun, just for breakfast, the hundred dollar hamburger. I know that. I know that. All right. So here we go. Upper seventies by tomorrow. Lower 80s Friday, a few showers around. Uh, and then Saturday, New Year's Eve, thunder showers. Uh, Sunday, New Year's Day, a little bit of rain. And then uh, Monday, Tuesday, 
drier, but staying in the 80s. All right? All right. Listen, be the sunshine in someone else's day, would you? Thanks for hanging out for Coffee Talk slash Hanger Talk today, baby. I miss flying. I used the tail number 664 in hotel because that was the 152 I soloed in. So whenever I'm telling stories, it's always, uh, it's just a 664 in hotel. Blah, 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 blah. That was 100 years ago, I feel like. All right. I will see you guys and gals on West 2 News at noon today. At 4 today, we will do a coffee talk at 3.30. Promise I won't forget because I'll be at work today. I'm not in family mode. All right? All right. Bye, guys.